0: Welcome to the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast. We are back for week two of the NFL season. We had a decent start last week. Oh, some of us did. Uh, This week, I'm joined with the full group. You can see if you're watching us on YouTube or on the Twitter feed. uh, We have Callum um, coming in from Dallas. He's a little distracted by the United game, but I'm sure we'll keep his attention for 45 minutes. Uh, We've got Liam, who's looking forward to the big match tonight. Probably the best NFL. Best Thursday night game of the season. Nice one to get it underway. And Jack is joining us this week. He's managed to find some time for us. Um, so, yeah, let's um, Well, yeah, let's review last week. First of all, um, me and Callum, we'll get off with the losers first. Uh, yeah, the, the Eagles did not cover the spread. They let the Lions back in it in the fourth quarter, which kiboshed by minus four on the Eagles, which was a little bit irritating, but I feel it was the right move. I think it was the right bet. Uh, Callum, your Saints were pretty poor. They um, pulled out in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I couldn't really
1: have expected that they would be as bad as they were. Um, The Falcons were more more impressive than I expected them to be as well, which is not something I think I'll say much this season. But credit to Mariota and especially Cordero Patterson, who had a a good game. Uh, But yeah, I was happy that at the very least the, the Saints found a way to win so I wasn't yeah. too embarrassed um but it was uh not enough obviously and you know I f- I feel like if we'd all gone perfect week 1 it would have set unreasonable expectations for the uh for the rest of the season so happy yeah. to take the fall despite uh, despite my pain at, at doing so
0: yeah we we were doing the real work just uh keeping things real and uh making sure as you said making sure no one gets carried away um but Liam and Jack came out with some winners um they were on the full 10 betting site um so you can look there every week we're gonna get those up with 100, 100 to 200 words explaining our picks um yep leon came out um came out with a winner on the books they destroyed the cowboys they were um looked incredibly good on defense and jack being a dolphins fan went for a dolphin related bet and that one came out as a winner as well so uh yeah decent start for some of us on the podcast. Um The big news of last week, relating to betting, um, is the Dak Prescott injury. He's obviously out for six, well, it says six to eight weeks. Jerry reckons it'll be four weeks, which I don't think anyone believes. Um, He's refusing to put him on IR, but we'll see when he comes back. It has dropped their win total from 10, 10 10.5 at the start of the season. They're down to six and a half now at some places. There's heavy Vic to the under, but um, it just shows quite how important Dak was to them. Uh, it's only the Falcons below them now who are on four and a half. There's a host of teams on six and a half, but yeah, it's uh, it's not a good sign. And their line this week for the Bengals game moved about ten points, which may be an overreaction, um, but we'll see what we think when we get to that game. Um, so let's get on with best bets. We will start with Liam.
2: Yeah, so I've gone for another Bucks-related bet. So I've gone over forty-four in the Bucks Saints game. Um, I think the Saints' offence looked a lot better than it did last year, obviously, in week one. I know, obviously, first half they were pretty poor, but second half they were really good. Michael Thomas... I know he didn't have the the best stat line, but two great catches in the end zone. Uh, Alave got a two-point conversion, and Landry looked really, really good. So I think the Saints will score more points than they did last year, and I'm just going to kind of hope that the Bucs don't capitulate on offense like they do against the Saints (laughs) every game, it almost seems like since Tom Brady's been there. But yeah, I think between these two teams, we'll see We'll see a lot of points. Um, And the Saints' rushing defense was terrible, and Lenny Fournette managed to to knock off 100-plus against Dallas. So I think they can do it on the ground and in the air, and I'd like the Bucs to win as well, but I think I'll play it safe and go
0: with the over 44. Yeah, it's been um, the record Bucks v Saints. Tom Brady's lost all four of his games against them, I believe. So, um, yeah, taking the Bucs to win is a little little risky, despite <laughs> the fact that on paper they should do. Um, yeah, as you say, the, the Bucs are being uh, seemingly more uh, run heavy. There's a lot of injury news around that game as well. Um, regarding the wide receivers, obviously Chris Godwin's going to miss out um, but we'll see how the rest go. I, I think most of them will play. I think it's just early week news. Um, but yeah, I I,
3: hmm,
0: I don't know what I think about the total to be honest. So good luck to you. <laughs> um, anyone else any opinion on that one?
1: Yeah, I like it. I, kind of every every reason that Liam said. So I I, I agree completely. I, I do think both teams will score points, and the Buccaneers will not get stopped. Four times in the red zone and settle for field goals this week the way they did last week. I mean, you know, it's there's an argument that week one is very much still preseason for a lot of these teams because they're shaking off the rust, especially if they didn't play in in the preseason itself. And obviously Brady, we know, was away from camp, so I'd expect him to be sharper. I'd expect the Saints not to start quite as slowly. So yeah, I, I, I like it for sure. Yeah, um, is like it
3: actually, it's actually one of the picks I was gonna go for, it, but I just have a bad record for going for overs. So obviously I went for another Dolphins a little bit. But um yeah no I like it as well.
0: Uh well talking to that then uh, what's your one for the week Jack?
3: Um I couldn't unfortunately pick the Dolphins uh plus three and a half or plus four so I've gone for unders under forty five points in the game. Uh I thought the Ravens and Dolphins offense were both poor enough in week one. Um I don't know like I want to keep leaving in two uh, but every time i watch he's just he doesn't pass the eye test so believe in him of course but i don't know um i know last year i think it was 22 10. it was a personal night game the ravens and the dolphins played against each other and the dolphins just kept blitzing the and he didn't really know what to do and um, i'd expect more or less the same thing again Um, i know mike mcdaniel said after the game that he's happy with the win but he wants to establish the run. so i'd expect you know chase Edmonds to get a lot of carries and he got 12 in the last game for 25 yards so I'd expect the Dolphins in the Ravens to go then the turn at the start, and obviously that means the ball keeps ticking. So I'm both with the unders and
0: that one. Uh, Callum, an opinion on that one being a Dolphins fan?
1: Yeah, I'm not quite as low on Tua's performance last weekend as, as Jack is, but um, I think he did just enough to give me some hope in the first half, especially second half was poor, but the second half was was disappointing for the whole offense. And I mean, to be honest. It was a game that the defense was able to win for us that, that really helped us out. I Yeah, I, I don't hate the underpick. I mean, selfishly as a person with a lot of uh, Dolphins players and Ravens players on my fantasy teams, I'm going to hope that he's wrong. Um, but I can absolutely understand the logic. I would expect to see Raheem Mostert get more carries this week. Uh, no, know mine with Daniel highlighted him as someone he wanted to get the ball more to as well. So, yeah, with both teams having, or at least wanting to have, effective rushing attacks, that that. that that makes sense in terms of keeping the clock clock rolling.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think we were talking before, the Dolphins' defence looked incredibly good last week. So you'd hope that they'd be able to slow down the run game of the Ravens. Um, looks like J.K. Dobbins might be back for it. He, he put in a full practice this week and then was turned down, to was downgraded to questionable. But um, they'll obviously be hoping he's back because their run game didn't look great against the Jets. Um, Obviously, their passing game is limited and will struggle against very good secondary. Um, Liam, anything on this one?
2: Yeah, I I like it. I think both teams have got really good defences. The Ravens' defence is also very good, so I just think you're looking at two of the best units in the the AFC on defence, and I think that'll that'll probably make a difference. And like Jack said, they blitzed Lamar more than anyone last year, and they were doing kind of cover blitzes as well, so blitzing um, corners, blitzing safeties, and he didn't have a clue what to do last year. So if he hasn't developed outside of his game, then uh, I think he could struggle. So as long as we don't see any defensive touchdowns, I think that like, this is this bet could hit.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. I again, it was another total. I had no idea on. I, I I would like to think it could be thirty all, but I I do think you guys are on the right side of this one. Uh, my one for this week, which uh, got a few shouts of uh, controversy in the in the build up, was <laughs> uh, Raiders minus five and a half hosting the Cardinals. Uh, this is a little bit of both sides. I think Devonte Adams looked at home immediately in the Raiders offense last week and he's going up against the Cardinals defense that I do not rate at all. Uh the Cardinals blitzed Mahomes a lot last week uh which in fairness getting pressure on Derek Carr is the way to slow him down. But I do think that they may well drop off from that and the Cardinals offensive line is dismal. Um Kyle Murray was struggling behind it uh, against a weaker pass rush than this, than this one. I think Max Crosby is going to get home all day. I think they're going to have too much pressure on the Cardinals. And frankly, I thought the Raiders looked fairly decent in defeat to the Chargers, and the Chargers' defense is far better than this one. So, yeah, I just think Raiders at home. The line has ticked up from, I think it was um, one or two in the summer. So, they, they have had a lot of steam. So, maybe I'm on the wrong side of things here. But, yeah, Raiders minus five and a half against the Cardinals. Uh, Callum, we'll go to you first.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I was considering Cardinals plus five and a half to be completely <laughs> Um I... <laughs> I, I just think it's a lot of points for a team that despite maybe some issues on the offensive line and despite looking, I guess, rusty would be the most accurate description against the Chiefs last week. I just think the Cardinals offensively, I, I think you, it's, they're not going to be out of games and blown out too often is the way I look at the offense. I think they're good enough and explosive enough to keep them in games. Kyler and Hollywood Brown started to find a little bit of a rapport later on in the game last week. And just to be completely honest, I yeah you know I am a believer in the Cardinals generally. So five and a half there was not something that I would have taken for the Raiders. I'm not a huge believer in Derek Carr. As good as Devontae Adams will make him look this year, uh, and if the Cardinals can get the blitz with the pass rush that they have, then you do have to wonder if Carr will stand up to it. So. I it's not one that I would have chosen, but again, why are we taking my opinion seriously considering my abysmal showing last week? So, yeah,
0: we were both on the loss last week, so maybe, maybe this is uh, it's going to be a tie or something. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, we had one already. Um, Liam, Jack, anyone? Yeah, mm-hmm. I had the same. I had I had five point five for Cardinals as
2: an option, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just think I just do struggle taking uh, a quarterback who's a lot worse than the person getting the points. So I just think Kyler Murray's a lot better player than, than Carr. Uh, and if they blitz him like they did Mahomes, then I think he always notoriously struggles under pressure. And he threw three terrible interceptions last week. So I think I could see the same result. So yeah, I'm not with you on that one. Uh, and as a Chiefs fan, I also hope that doesn't happen. Because I want the Raiders no. just to keep, <laughs> keep those losses coming. That would be ideal. But in terms of the game, one of my other best bets was uh, Devontae Adams. Over seven point five receptions. I think that's a lock. I think he had like thirteen maybe last last week, I either mean, thirteen or ten, I can't remember, but definitely over seven and a half. His line was six and a half last week. That went over and yeah, seven and a half now. So I think that's a good bet in the game if someone's not on your side with the uh the Raiders minus five point five. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I
3: don't I don't mind it then. Um, I probably won't touch it, but if I was to pick, I'd probably go Raiders minus five and a half. I don't think Cardinals offseason, the Cardinals off season, just all primary Contract <laughs> stuff and everything like it's just bad vibes in the camp, and yeah, like I don't really rate either teams that highly to be honest. But if I had to, I probably would go at uh, Raiders minus five and a half. So you've got half, some support half a bit there. Of
0: support for me, at least, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. it's not, not all bad. Um, so yeah, that's our best bets for the week. I uh, will try and get on with uh the main bets. Obviously, we have a huge game tonight, it is, I believe. Chiefs minus six and a half, uh, total of 54. Uh, we just wanted to mention this one quickly. You're probably going to be listening to this after this game. Um, but with Liam here, we felt we had to mention it. Uh, so, Liam, take it away. Well, I think um, Callum might have
2: wanted to say something as well, though. I
1: just wondered if I was going to get a chance to do my best bet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, did we not? No. Oh, okay, no. no. Oh, well. Yeah, Callum might want to do his best bet. Yeah, um, yeah, Callum. What was oh, it? it's fine. I mean, I appreciate going.
1: Going over one should basically mean that I don't get to do one this week. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, as you can now see on the screen if you're watching on the stream. Uh, I like the Lions minus two against the commanders. Uh, Carson Wentz is nothing if but consistent in being inconsistent. And his rollercoaster start in Washington last week was very weird. I couldn't believe it at the end when you looked at him and, you know, he had over 30 fantasy points just from chucking the ball willy-nilly. No idea if it was going to his guys or someone else. Uh, And I really like what Dan Campbell and the Lions are building. I got laughed at by suggesting that the Lions might find a way to beat the Eagles in week one. They weren't necessarily ever close to winning that game, but they were certainly shifty and got stuck in late on and were able to uh, bring it close to the point where the Eagles didn't cover in the end. Uh minus two, I, I I like it to be honest. I think I think the Lions have talent uh in their skill position players. And if Jared Goff similarly to Tua, if Jared Goff can just not mess up, I think the Lions can can definitely win this game. So yeah, for me, I, I, I like the Lions over the commanders here.
0: And I, I know they love covering the spread, but this is the first time in twenty four games that the Lions have been favoured for a game. So that that was why I stayed away. I do like lo- I do like the Lions and I did look at this game, but I just couldn't bring myself to to do it with that stat. Like they, they cover as underdogs. I just worry whether they're gonna finally get over the hump and get some wins together. Uh Liam Uh yeah I don't know. It's tough to
2: bet on a Wentz golf game, isn't it? Um I actually thought he threw the ball quite well last week. Uh and he's always had a good arm, arm on him and I think Dotson and Terry, are very scary receivers to go against. So if I had to pick, I probably would go Lions minus two, but I think I won't actually put my own money on this, and uh, I'll sit back and watch it. But I like the over in the game. Uh, I think there could be a lot of points mm. with the, with these
0: two quarterbacks. I pick sixes or <laughs> touchdowns. We'll see. Not very good defenses. Yeah, I I agree on that. Uh, Jack, anything on this one?
3: No, I don't. I just I just can't back the Lions minus two. I can't back the Lions <laughs> unless they're plus at least five. And I'd be staying away from this one,
2: so what about Carson Wentz plus two? Is that that, to, that get you going or not? Just
3: no, just maybe slightly more than half <laughs> minus two, but no, I'd be staying away from this game.
0: Yeah, over over forty eight point five would be uh, my one in this game, I think. Yeah, I I don't really rate either defense. Um so yeah, apparently there's a game tonight. I don't know whether anyone's mentioned it yet or not. Um <laughs> Yeah, Chargers versus Chiefs is at Kansas City. The Chiefs are minus 6.5 and, and the total is 54. Liam? Yeah, um, Sky Sky bet for anyone that does want to
2: bet on the Chiefs. They've still got it. At, it was four and a half, actually, about an hour ago. They've just ticked to five now. So they're, they're quite awesome. not updated as well. So if you do want to bet, then stick away from, from sixes if you can find fives. But um yeah, I'm biased. I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to win. I think Keenan Allen makes a difference. The minute he was out, the spread moved from four uh, all the way to six in Vegas. So people deem him as a two-point difference in the spread, which might be fair when you look at the rest of the receivers, I think, on display. But Chiefs are also missing their second best corner. So yeah, I'm not sure if the spread's worth it on either side, to be honest. If you like money line, then charges is obviously the value. But yeah, I think the Chiefs will win, um, and I've seen a lot of people in America now betting the under because it's managed to go up to. I think it got to fifty-five at one point yesterday, um, but I just can't touch an under with these two QBs. So I think bet in front. It'll be a stay away, and I'll probably put a Jody Fortson touchdown bet on. And uh my other suggestion for the week is Patrick Mahomes is still two point five passing TDs as a line, and it's still uh, plus money if you bet it. So I'll keep doing that every week until he doesn't get two and a half plus touchdowns.
0: Yeah, uh, obviously, a far better defense he's coming up against than last week. But with five last week, and if these keep going, if they're going to keep doing those shovel passes, then uh, it's easy It's easy for him to notch them up. Uh, what did you get on Fortson in the end? I know we were looking at seven to one ish. Yeah, I got seven to one and I paired him with uh, Sanders, who
2: was uh, even as well because he hadn't scored a touchdown in two years. Um, so yeah. I think I got something like £10 on. It was 180 quid back, I think. Um, so- so, yeah, it was pr- pretty good. Yeah, but they've already cut his odds, I think. He's down to four to one on Sky yeah. this morning, Portsum was so they, they've already kind of realized that. But maybe I'll find another random uh, chief for Mahomes to throw a touchdown to.
0: <laughs> yes, it, like apparently they're going lots of heavy, tight end sets, so you've got they're probably third or fourth choice and might be able to get some value on them eventually. Um, yeah, I, I quite like the unders on this one. I had to do a write-up for somewhere, and I, I went for the under. Yeah. Um, but it could look really stupid. It could be 80, 90 points for all we know. It's it's one of those that it's gonna be. It's a risk. If it always feels like a risk. But yeah, I went for the unders. Uh, Jack, anything on this? Um, I
3: think 54 is probably a bit high. And um, one that I liked was uh, both teams to score a touchdown in either half. I think it's five to six with Patty Power. I think it's a decent enough bet two uh, quarterbacks like Mahomes and. And Herbush. Uh So yeah, I know it's something I kind of need to lump on 5-6, but maybe you could throw it in something else like Dolphins plus 4-7. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Had to get the Dolphins in there. Um, Callum, Callum, what was your thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I with those two quarterbacks, I would never do anything other than the over, to be completely honest. Um, it's not that life's too short to bet the under, but I just can't be bothered to sit there and watch a game, which is... Uh, I'm going to be cheering for two of the best quarterbacks in the league to not do anything. So, yeah, 100%. I'd maybe lean charges with the points on the spread, but I do think the Chiefs win the game. Uh, So, it's it's an interesting one. Uh, But, yeah, I'm just really excited to watch, hopefully, nothing but touchdowns all night.
0: Yeah, should be a hell of a game. Um, uh, next week's looking ahead. Next week's Thursday night is the complete opposite. It's uh, Steelers versus Browns. So let's uh, let's enjoy <laughs> this one this week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, first up for Sunday night on the page I'm looking at is the Colts minus three and a half at the Jaguars. The total is forty-four and a half there. Uh, the Colts have struggled against the Jags in recent years. Obviously, failed at the end of last season and the jags have actually covered the spread in eight of the last 10 games against them um so i would be leaning to so the jags getting the points but it seems very risky after the colts didn't win last week and they really should have done um so yeah that's that's my thoughts on that one uh i'll go i'll go in order this time to make it a bit easier uh callum uh what are you thinking
1: yeah i think the colts bounce back uh they should have won that game against the texans for very obvious reasons but uh, yeah, I I I would take the, the Colts honestly up to about a touchdown here to be completely honest.
2: Uh, Liam, um, yeah, I don't think I'll bet the spread in this one. Um, I don't mind uh, Colts money line if people want to do one of those money line accumulators and pick two or three. There's some good teams to be honest this week that you can have a tease down or put in money line bets. But yeah, I don't think I'll bet the spread. But if I had to bet anything, I think Colts money lines a fair bet. I could just see them. Being up by 10, and then all of a sudden Jaguars scoring a garbage time TD, and then you lose your you lose it with the the four points. So, yeah, I, I'd say money line, but I'd stay away from the spread, I think.
0: And um, Jack, anything you got? Um, yeah, I after the
3: last game of the season last year, uh, seems to be some voodoo in Jackson for the Colts, and um, yeah, won't we'll be touching the Colts, and I can't the Jackson and Jaguars either, so
0: staying away. Uh, no, that's fair. Um, Colts were actually one to two on the money line, which seems. Fairly generous, as Liam said, if you want to put it in an acre. Um The Jets at the Browns is next up. The Jets are six and a half point underdogs uh, with a total of a horrible 39.5. <laughs> um, safe to say that people don't think there's going to be many points in this one. Uh, this is a firm stay away from me. I think the Browns should win. I uh, don't think Flacco is going to do much with the Jets. And it's a low total, but still got to lean under. Uh, Callum? Firmly on Browns minus 6.5,
1: to be honest. Um, Flacco looked awful against the Ravens. (laughs) I don't think that's just because the Ravens are good. I think that's just because Flacco is that bad. I actually quite like what the Jets did in the offseason. I think they had a good one. But without Zach Wilson, this team is, is not really going anywhere. So, yeah, I just think the Browns will run the ball down their throat. Jacoby Brissett did just enough to win the game last weekend. And if he can, again, similarly to some situations we've already mentioned, if he can do just enough not to lose the Browns the game, then they should be able to win this one quite comfortably i think
2: yeah it's a difficult one i don't think i'll take the spread um but they're a good one to tease down i think if you can if if you want to put them in something you can there's quite a few teasable games this week so yeah you can tease them down um 90 of the money uh is on the under <laughs> so i think you know, the value there is probably to to lean over to be honest but um i won't actually be betting an over with a, a game with joe flacco involved so let's hope for a tie or something just to annoy browns fans <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i am um, i think the browns will win the game but um after watching set last year i started doing two or three games the dolphins i just don't think i come back <laughs> my minus 6.5 i think there was one or two games i think it could have been the ravens game he was starting again i think it could have been and then two came in and with two it makes the offense up 10 times better you know is not uh, too much so yeah, i think the browns will win but minus 6.5 you know i think that's still win it
0: yeah just a heavy dose of um kareem hunt and nick Chubb again i think and uh, go from there um next up patriots are favorites on the road they're minus one and a half at the steelers uh total another low one 40.5 um as liam alluded to there's some decent teaser legs around this week and this is probably a decent one to stack up with the browns uh the steelers offense was putrid but their defense was fantastic last week so it's, it's fairly obvious why this is a low total. Again, I would have to lean to the under, and I do think that the teaser leg is a is a nice pick there.
1: It's probably the only time all season that you'll hear me say, I like an under, but I do like this under. Um, both offences, really uninspiring. If you were going to try and find some value, I actually quite like Steelers' money line. Uh, it's just, just over-evens. I've seen it at 2.1 in some places. I, I just think the Steelers would, especially if Najee Harris plays, that's kind of the, uh, the X factor here. But the Steelers just have weapons that the Patriots don't have, uh, especially offensively. If Harris, is, if Harris is good to go and then you look at the Steelers' wide receiver core, they're just exponentially better than what the Patriots have. Fryer Moose continues to develop and looks like he could be just as effective as Hunter Henry will be for the Patriots. So, yeah, I, I really like the Steelers in this situation, getting the points and the under.
2: Yeah, going back to the teaser leg, I think this is a perfect one because you can go through three and obviously through seven. So, yeah, I like the Steelers in a teaser. I don't think I'll bet it otherwise. I think this is going to be a terrible game to watch if you're, if you're a fan of either of these two teams. But, um, yeah, I think I'd probably tease the, the Steelers out. There's 95% of the money is on uh, under in this game. So, uh, the whole world thinks this is going to go under. So, if you like it, bet it now because it'll probably get lower by Sunday if everyone's betting it.
3: Yeah, I agree with TN. Can't see many points in this game uh Steelers I think it's had a it to two and a half um I think it'd be a really low score and, and after watching Mac Jones on Sunday I don't think I can back him um yeah two and a half I'd probably just take points I think I might throw the under 40 and a half points in maybe two or three trebles or something because I really just can't see points in this game unless it's defensive or special teams.
0: Uh, so yeah, the lines I'm getting are from 888sport.com. So obviously, it seems like there's some difference around. I'll be honest; I've not checked for the best lines. I'm just going straight through there. I thought we'll keep it regular all season from the same book. Um, so if you can get a two and a half, obviously it helps a little bit more. But uh, yeah, one and a half on on this site. Um, then the the well-supported Miami Dolphins at Baltimore Ravens. The Dolphins are getting three and a half, down a little from four early in the week, and the total is forty-four and a half. Um we've already spoken about it a little bit at the start of the show. Um, yeah, the Dolphins. We uh we will see how it goes with that one. I've just um realised I didn't actually blank out these games. So yeah. Um yeah, so I'll skim over books at Saints because obviously we talked about that. Uh on to the Panthers at Giants. The Panthers are getting two and a half points on the road in New York with a total of forty-three and a half. Um I quite liked giants last week i think saquon barkley looks back to near his pre-injury best um i do like a prop on this one which i'll mention at the end involving saquon barkley um i don't know whether i trust them to beat two and a half points uh but i think they will win the game i'm still not a fan of baker mayfield i don't think the panthers looked particularly great last week um but this is two teams i don't particularly like so I'll, i'll be avoiding it but lean into the giants
1: I like the over. Um, I think you said what you said right about Barkley is completely true. That you know he looked like he was a bit back to himself last week, and I, I actually think the Panthers kind of put it together second half against the Browns. Had a couple of impressive drives. Obviously, the home run ball to Robbie Anderson is a one off, uh, but I think the Panthers were actually really unlucky to lose to the Browns last week. And you know, barring a kicker having a leg that has never been discovered before, uh, you know they would have had the win there. And I think that would have been a great story, firstly for Baker and thoroughly deserved. But the Browns are a really good roster aside from their current starting quarterback. So, you know, for the Panthers to hang in with them, I I actually think the Panthers are a little bit better than people have given credit for. In terms of a side here, I would probably lean Panthers' money line, but probably just because there's the value in it. I wouldn't love the 2.5 either way. Uh, But yeah, I, I like the over for sure here at 43.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. I like the over the best out of this one. Um, I just think that there's two. The defence of the, the Giants is not great, and I think the Browns at least can be run on, which obviously Saquon looked really good last week. So, yeah, I think I'll be betting the over. And because of my fantasy luck as well, people should probably bet Chubb to score a touchdown because whichever one I put in my fantasy team that week seems to focus on it. seems the other one scores a touchdown. So, yeah, Chubb will probably rob home for the two TDs this week, I think, probably.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> Uh, Jack, you're good? Sorry, thanks. Some issues. Yeah, you can just. We'll, we'll skim over, Jack. We'll come back to him on that one. Um, obviously, we mentioned Commanders at the Lions earlier. We were split on that one. <laughs> let's, uh, let's put it that way. Um, uh, the Seahawks at the 49ers is, is the late game, uh, the first late game. I believe it's the Sky game. Um, I think we were saying there's some overlap on, probably on on the coverage. Uh, the Seahawks are plus eight and a half. The total is 41. So another, well, another teaser leg, really it's a uh, low total, big spread. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's, a weird week for the bets this week. It looks normally week two is over, overreacting. It seems if anything is underreacting this week, obviously the Seahawks are top of the NFC West being the only team to, to win last week. Um, Whether they deserved it or not is debatable. They were massively outgained. Uh, The 49ers lost while outgaining the Bears. So I can see why it's kind of leveled out to this one. It was around this when it was in preseason. And then we've had a week of football and it stayed at this line. Uh, I do still lean to the 49ers, um, but it's a big spread. So I probably will be avoiding this one. Um, And yeah, it was a Pete Caldwell fever dream. It was 17, 16, 18, 19. It was... Thirty-eight total points. Forty total points is what he wants. He wants no mistakes from his QB. He wants to run the ball. Um, but yeah, I, I lean to the 49ers here.
1: G no, G no, G <laughs> um, no. No, uh, I I can't believe that this is the Sky game. That's disgusting. Picking this I over Raiders Cardinals is baffling for me. Um, yeah, it is the Sky game. Thing. Both of these teams are terrible. That it was awful to watch both of them last week. Um, I would take the Seahawks with the points because eight is a crazy amount when Trey Lance and the 49ers just lost to the Bears, who are the worst team in the league. So there is there's no part of me that thinks I'm not even sure the Niners will score eight points at this rate, you know, how bad they looked last week. I I, I can't believe for the life of me that that's the line. And I also can't believe this guy thinks this is a game worth watching. Uh but yeah, I, I would I would I would lean under and definitely the Seahawks plus eight on this one.
2: Yeah, I'd lean the same with the with the points. Uh, I've already teased them down because originally this opened up on Sky anyway at nine and a half. Um, so I've teased them down to and paired it with the Bengals, um, who we'll probably talk about in a bit. But um, yeah, in terms of the the money line and stuff, it's probably no value in there. So yeah, take the Seahawks with the points. I'm a little bit higher on the 49ers than Callum. He's not not a uh, fan of uh, Trey Lance. So uh, yeah, but I just think the points are too many when that defense played quite well against the Broncos around the goal line and on third down so.
3: I think I'm back um, I actually think the 49ers might have said an nah, great bet it's um, typically week two overreaction the weather in Chicago is terrible um, I know Lance wasn't great but it won't be like that in in, uh, in the 49ers um, yeah, Gino Smith big emotional win against Russell Wilson uh, public perception that he's good again he's just not yeah uh, <laughs> Eight and a half points. I think uh, Trey Lance. It's one of them games to bounce back from. And um, expecting point9 Nineers to win by double digits. So yeah, it's just one of my favourite bets. Is the Forty Nineers minus eight and a half? I think it is. Um, yeah, that's one of my favourite ones.
0: Yep. Yeah. As I say, I can't. I can't argue against that. That was um, the one I went for originally. So yeah, it, it's definitely the way I'd lean. Um, next up is the Falcons at the Rams. It's a ten and a half point spread obviously with the rams as favorites and totals 46.5 uh, another one that didn't really move well i said didn't really move pre-season i think it was 12 13 um but after week 1 it didn't shift too much i again i hate to do it but i, I think i lean to the double digit favorite it's uh, i think they're going to come back after 10 days off they are going to lay a beat down on the falcons um it, again, it won't be one that I bet, but that's the way I'm leaning. Um, I just think that they're going to come out and curb-stomp someone.
1: They looked really bad against the Bills. Really the the, bad.
0: the offensive line looked terrible, but the Falcons don't really have a pass rush, so that's what I'm hoping.
1: That's a very fair point. And, I mean, you know, like I said, they looked really bad against the Bills, but I wonder if that's how good the Bills are rather than how mm. bad they are. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still going to take the underdog. Though. I'm absolutely going to take uh, ten and a half. I think the Falcons surprised a lot of people last week and how good they performed against the Saints. I don't think they will do that throughout the season. But in a game where Matt Stafford didn't look like himself, you know, they don't... Darrell Henderson is not a good running back and they don't want to use Cam Akers. So I, I'm just very unconvinced by this Rams team at the moment. Uh, if they can find a way to run the ball with Patterson again, Atlanta, and run the clock down... I can see them covering 10.5 for sure. So, I, I would I would go with the Falcons here.
2: Yeah, I think this is the uh, one of the overreaction games that we spoke about. So, I'm going to go with the Rams. The Falcons aren't very good and the Rams are too good. Uh, I do think you can find 10, though, in some places. So, that's worth it because you can get a push rather than have that 10.5 hook. So, if you can find that, I think that's probably a bit of a safer bet. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams all day against the Falcons. Yeah, I agree. Um...
3: Ten points is <laughs> easily <laughs> coverable. Uh, the Rams were just embarrassed in, in the kickoff. And I Expect a reaction. Uh, the Falcons, before the season started, were said to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Um, still, well, still, fully believe there. So yeah, if I was to do Anthony, probably be, be the Rams minus ten. I might do them. I might tease them down, but yeah, I think I can see them covering uh, double digits.
0: We'll see on that one. Yeah, it's uh, Callum against the World. Um, But yeah, as I say, it's not one that I I don't like backing. I don't like backing double digits at all. So it's not one I'll be betting, but that is definitely the way I lean. Um, Obviously, we talked about the Raiders and Cardinals earlier. I would prefer that as the Sky game. I think it would have been the Bengals against the Cowboys. But um, obviously, with the Dak Prescott injury, here we are. uh, With the Bengals as minus seven and a half, Slash seven, depending where you look, I believe. Uh a low total of forty one and a half. Um, I obviously think the Bengals are gonna win this one. Uh, but the spread has moved ten points since preseason when it was two and a half points towards the Cowboys, so it is a big risk. Is is the backup that much worse? I don't think so. Uh I think there is some kind of change on the opinion of the Cowboys because they look terrible even without even with Dak last week. So I think that the offensive Uh, weapons that they've lost have hurt them in the perception of um, the betting public. Um, But yeah, the Bengals, I obviously watched a lot of the game last week. I don't remember too much of the game, but I do remember that the Bengals looked very good apart from the five turnovers. I don't think any team's ever won with five turnovers and the Bengals probably should have done so. Uh, It shows how how respectable they they made it in the end. Um, Yeah, uh, it's It's an avoid for me. Again, another decent teaser leg. I don't want to keep on going with long teasers because I think most people know about them now, but they are a value play and this is a good leg for it. So yeah, um, yeah, lean to the Bengals
1: yeah this is probably one of the only ones that i'm a firm avoid on um of all the chaos and the misery that happened for the cowboys last week i actually thought ezekiel elliott looked like he'd got a little bit of pop back he was getting seven eight yards on first down rushes fairly regularly against what we know is a very stout uh, buccaneers d line so i can kind of see the cowboys hanging in if they can get the run going um i think you'll see long drives for the cowboys if they can stay on the field and very quick 75 yard passes to Jamar chase for touchdowns on the other side so uh it's it's going to be a weird one i it's one of those where i just kind of lean to a very low over if that makes sense um but i i wouldn't really like to touch this one in all honesty there's still too much unknown with dallas right now
2: yeah, I'm saying i lean over slightly if I had to. Um, and I, again, we won't talk about it too much, but definitely, definitely a big, big teaser leg. This is, this is going to be one that a lot of people have, I think, in their accumulators and stuff if they're doing multiple teaser legs. Um, but yeah, we'll see. If Joe Burrow doesn't turn the ball over, then you're pretty happy with that spread. But if he turns the ball over or Parsons has some sort of strip sack fumble and they can get a defensive touchdown, then, then your bet might be a little bit of a worry. So yeah, I'd stay away from the spread. But yeah, I like the Bengals a lot. No teaser.
3: Yeah, I um, I see the Bengals absolutely smashing Uh I think Cooper Rush is he's obviously not a good quarterback, and then um, the <laughs> Dallas Crowe will get on his back, I think, from the start. Um, yeah, I've, I think i put the Bengals in a few bets, and um, I think they'll win very comfortably, especially after last year game lose, and they'll, uh, they'll want to bounce back.
0: Yeah, I, I was looking for Jamar Chase over on his longest reception because I do not rate Trayvon Diggs, and I think that they will take advantage of him nibbling and Chase will hopefully get free. But um, I remember last week, I think it was 26 or 27.5. It was set very high, so it was one I avoided. But I'll be keeping a lookout for it. Um, The other 9.25 game, the final one, is another big spread. Uh, Houston Texans plus 10 at Denver Broncos uh, with a total of 45. Uh, Not much to say on this one either, really, to be honest. Um, I think the Broncos obviously should have won last week, Two. Red zone fumbles did not help their cause, but in the end, coaching deficiencies really hurt them. And until you can trust a coach, I don't think you can bet on a team, especially at ten points.
1: Yeah, I can't really trust the Broncos at all. Um, I, I quite like the Texans plus 10. Again, in an ideal world, obviously, you'd get 10 and a half if you could. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought the Texans were impressive last week against the Colts team that I think is definitely a playoff team and so i was surprised that the texans came out and played so strongly but happy for for them to do so and yeah denver they moved the ball fairly well but i'm just really not convinced by them as an entire team really their offense none of their weapons really stand out to me as particularly elite and so i yeah i wouldn't be taking denver in any way here at 10. i'd definitely be leaning towards the texans
2: yeah same i'd lean towards the, the texans i don't think i'll actually bet it but um, you could might, might end up teasing them out like plus 17 and a half or something ridiculous knowing me, but yeah, I don't think I'd touch it at, at 10, um, yeah, as I said, he can't trust the coach for me, Russell Wilson as well he's going to have one week where he's incredible and then the next week where he's only got long bombs and he can't hit anything else and it just depends which one you get and I think the Texans D looked quite good last week obviously there's that clip going around of Derek Stingley Jr having that pass breakup on third down, that was amazing and then Petrie played well as well, so I, yeah, I'd probably lean Texans, but I don't think it's one that I'll actually bet
3: yeah, I think, um, I think it's going to be one of them games that um, Wilson's unbelievable. I, could be like a, I think be might get three or four pass touchdowns. I see the Broncos getting 35, 40 points. Um, so I'd lean towards them. Um, yeah, not really much confidence, but yeah, I probably would go with the, with the Broncos. One.
0: Um, another nearly double-digit spread uh, closes out the games, Sunday Night Football. I was thinking they were hiding this away from us, so we didn't have to watch it in the UK. But obviously, we now have a bank holiday on Monday, so there's more chance of people staying up for it. Um, it's the Bears, plus nine and a half at Green Bay Packers. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to make of this one either, to be honest. it's Am I overreacting to the utter lack of offence from the Packers last week, or are they going to bounce back like they did after week one last year? Um Looks like Alan Lazard is probably trending towards playing. He's, I know he's going to be closer than he was last week, so at least gives a weapon that Rogers feels like he can rely on. Um, obviously, I'm hoping AJ Dillon gets one or two touchdowns to get towards that six and a half line that I... Or was it five and a half? I can't even remember now. Five, five, and, a half five and, a half. Six and a half. Gets towards that six touchdown mark for me. He had one last week, so that's uh, the one, one touchdown that the Packers got was for, for my guy on the ground. Uh, and in fact he led on you know, I think he led on rushing yards and receiving yards last week which is a good sign for the season for me um but yeah i i don't know whether i trust the packers i definitely don't trust them to cover 10 even though Avan Rodgers completely owns the bears
1: to be honest with you i i like the packers minus 25 in this i mean you know i just think the bears <laughs> are awful um which is again part of why i, I think last week's Bears Niners game was so strange. I know the, the weather played a role, obviously, but the weather's there for both teams. Uh, you got to try and win that game. I yeah, I'm firmly on the on the Packers bounce back train. I think they will continue to use both running backs. I think you'll see a lot of two back sets. I think Aaron Jones might even end up being wide receiver one on this team, to be completely honest. Um, because he is really good at catching the ball out of the backfield. I just yeah, don't think the Bears have anything to offer this this game at all. I think maybe like Five members of the Bears make the Packers' 53-man roster, in all honesty. Probably none of their wide receivers, which is saying something considering the state of the Packers' receiving core right now. So, yeah, I'm firmly on the Packers. Would, obviously, wouldn't want to, but would probably take it at minus
2: 13.5. Well, you might be able to get good value on a alt line. You never know. Um, yeah, I'm with you, minus 9.5. That's actually the best value you can get as well. It's 10 in a lot of places. So, I think 9.5, if you want the Packers' side of things, is the best bet. Um, they got absolutely hammered last year in week one. I know there's no Devontae Adams, but I expect them to come back in similar form. And maybe they're not going to score 35 points like they did last year in week two, but I think they'll score enough to to beat the Bears by two touchdowns. Um, And I think maybe Aaron Jones might get involved a bit more in the passing downs because they just didn't involve him on that side of things. And if they're going to use AJ Dillon so much running the ball, then I think they need to use Aaron Jones when they pass the ball. So hopefully they can do that and they win comfortably.
3: Yeah, I agree. And... I'd be back in the Packers in this one. Um, I think if results went differently last week, I just say Bears didn't beat 49ers in a free game, and the Packers should have bit more fight, but this spread could have been up to 14, 15. So I'd be leaning towards doing the, doing the Packers in this one. Um, not convinced Justin Fields at all, and Roger seems to be the type that if things are going good, they're going very good, and I expect him to start off well here. So, yeah, I expect the, uh, the Packers to cover.
0: Justin Fields, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, when um, Callum was saying he doesn't think they've got anything to offer this game, I don't know whether he meant the NFL as a whole or uh, <laughs> specifically this matchup, because, yeah, it's, it's tough tough to disagree with either there. Um, Rogers has beaten and covered the spread seven games in a row against the Bears. Um, so, yeah, we will be looking to do that again. Um, Monday night, we have a lovely double header on Monday night, uh, kicking off with the last big spread of the week, Tennessee Titans plus 10. At the Bills, uh, obviously the Bills homecoming after their massive win last week. Total is 48.5. Um, I'm actually leaning on the underdog this one. Um, the Titans didn't look great last week, but Mike Vrabel seems to get them up for games against big teams. Uh, I think they beat the Bills last year. They beat the Rams without Derek Henry. They won a number of big games last year. So for that reason, and pretty much that reason only, I'm going t- uh, Titans plus 10.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I did just want to say the, the double header is really annoying because they're not actually like one after the no, other. They overlap. Yeah. It makes no sense whatsoever. So I'm annoyed in my normal American time zone that I can't just watch two games back to back. Um, yeah, I, I like the Titans plus the points here as well. It's, it's a weird situation to see a team that I think are as good as the Titans be a 10-point you know, underdog. But that also says just how good the Bills are. So it's a risky one, but I can see them really leaning on Derek Henry early. You know that it just feels like after you lose a letdown game to the giants you have to be able to get up to go play the bills in buffalo so yeah for me i, I would definitely take plus 10.
2: yeah same i'm on plus 10 as well i like that over 48 as well and that was the total um well the average total anyway that most places have got is 48 so um, i lean over that as well um hopefully you don't get any bad buffalo weather because that can always impact those totals but at the moment it looks fine so yeah i think over go with the titans they think they've beaten the Bills the last two times they played them. I know it doesn't, obviously, matter year, two years in a row, but um, it just seems like Vrabel gets them up for the best games. It seems like Tannehill almost also plays better in big games than he does against teams that he should beat. So, yeah, I'm going to take the points as well and uh, probably watch this game and then not the other one, I imagine, on that night. Can't handle two back-to-back, I don't think, at that time. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it'll be watch the first quarter and a half of this one and then get on to uh, the final game. <laughs> Sorry, Jack.
3: Yes, yeah, Um I don't, know. I don't know about this one. Um, it's
0: just uh, I, I'm going to assume Jack's going for the big spread. He seems to have taken the big favourites in every sorry. game so far. No, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um,
3: sorry, the Titans. Yeah, i will probably take Titans plus 10 against any other team this year other than the, other than the Bills. Um, they were unbelievable uh, on kickoff And to be honest, before the season started, I know they were favourites to win that, them, but I wasn't fully convinced because... But I know they're a good team. and They went through good acquisitions, but after beating the rounds like that, I know now why they're why they're uh, favourites. And I think when they seem to beat teams, they don't seem to beat them by two or three; they seem to smash them. So, yeah, like I don't think i be leading towards the team in this game, and um, I'll be staying away.
0: Yeah, little chance of a backdoor cover, I guess, is the um, is the the message on that one. Is when the Bills get ahead, they really stomp down and make sure they stay ahead. Uh, yep, final game of the weekend is the Vikings at the Eagles. Uh, these two. Uh, sorry, uh, Vikings plus two, uh, total of fifty point five. Uh, these two were the biggest movers in the Super Bowl market last week. Um, with uh, after wins in their first games, obviously against uh, Vikings, obviously stuffed the Packers and the Eagles um, beat the Lions. Both looked impressive at times. Um, the Eagles obviously let Lions back in, um, but yeah, it's Kirk Cousins on a Monday Night Football, which is risky um he he's two and nine on monday night footballs although the last two wins uh, the two wins were the last two times he's played on monday night so maybe he sorted that out and obviously with the new coaching there him and justin jefferson should be able to put up yards against anyone and then the other side of the ball aj brown had the most receiving yards on uh debut for the eagles uh 155 for him uh no touchdowns but he did get dragged down at the I think at the four um hopefully they'll be able to even out with Avante smith this week um, for my fantasy teams because I was yes. thinking I was getting value on Smith uh, in the sixth, seventh round. So, goose egg last week was a little painful. Um, yeah, but yeah, sorry, sorry, no, I was, no um, I was
1: gonna completely agree with
0: you. Oh, yeah, um, so I don't again, it's, it's a tough one for me to call. The Eagles have been the hype team of the summer. I have a fairly decent bet on Eagles winning the first six games. This was the risky one for me. Um, It should be a very entertaining game. So for that reason, I'll probably lean over the 50.5 and probably lean to the Eagles at home.
1: Yeah, Eagles, 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 Eagles. It's not 1 PM. It's not 3 PM on a Sunday. It's Kirk Cousins. Nice and easy. Take the Eagles, be happy, enjoy it. Um, Yeah, I like the over as well. But yeah, there's zero doubt in my mind whatsoever that this is a game Kirk Cousins can't win. So.
2: Yeah, as always, I'm on the opposite side, Uh, Vikings. um, I like them on the money line. I wouldn't bother with the two. It's the sort of game that wouldn't surprise me if someone wins by a tiny margin in this game. It could be all over the place with a coach like Sirianni as well. He likes to go for two-point conversions. He likes to go for around fourth down. So I have no idea what the final score is going to be. So I'll just go with the Vikings winning. Um, The lines aren't out yet, but we'll see how much they've adjusted it. But Jefferson's over on receptions is a pretty good bet last week. I know his yard's probably going to be really high, <laughs> wherever you look this week, but I think reception, you're still probably able to get some value on that. So that's another good one, but yeah. I'm going to go Vikings, Kirk to keep the train rolling and win the uh, NFC North as he's going to do. I agree.
3: Um, I think Vikings win the game. I think uh, Kirk would be a lot better when his head coach actually likes him. Um, <laughs> I have the Vikings back to win the division as well, and um, I'm not fully convinced the Eagles at all, and um, when, you get, when Jen Hurts I think you're better by two in college uh, it says a lot so yeah I'm going to lean towards the Vikings in this one and I'll be watching this game I think this game is on Sky as well is it both on Sky or
2: yeah both on Sky yeah yeah this would be the definitely the game yeah. to watch um,
3: I think uh, yeah I'd lean towards the Vikings when I fully believe that they could get top in top two or top three seed in the NFC in the and might actually have a sneaky sneaky chance getting to the Super Bowl this year
0: Ooh. yeah we we believe that uh sky arena has one and sky main event has the other one so um should be able to see both of them and yeah I, I think they were both they were both um fancied outsiders for the super bowl so we'll see what happens it'll be a lot of big games for mr mr cousins so we'll um see how he does um mm-hmm. on to player props i've got um a few that i quite like anyone else got any first
2: Yeah, I've got. I mentioned a couple earlier with Mahomes over two and a half. That's still at plus money. If he does it again this week, like he did last year, they'll take that prop away until he has a bad game and move it up to three and a half. So, some or put it at minus odds. So, I like that one. I like Devontae Adams over the seven and a half receptions. Uh, And then there's quite a good one as well for um, Rashad Penny. His line for receiving yards is 7.5. I think he's gone over that in four of the last seven times he's played. And I think it's against a team as well um, that. I think he's going to have to check it down, Gino, at times. So I think uh, Penny's a good one for for over seven and a half. And then the final one is McColl Hardman under three and a half receptions tonight. I think that's another good bet. Uh, He's going to be involved a lot in the run game. And if he doesn't catch any long passes, then he's not going to get over three and a half receptions. So I think that's a a nice one tonight if people want to bet against the Chiefs there.
0: Yeah, and obviously, um, normally when you're trailing, there's a lot more short passes to running back. So it's probably... As you say, yeah. probably a decent one for Penny. I, I, I loved Pizarre Penny last year, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, Callum, anything?
1: No, I'm struggling to find many props out over here yet, So, um, but no, I, I really like the sound of that Penny receiving yards one for sure, and again, I think there'll be so many points tonight that I agree with Liam on pretty much everything except Kirk Cousins. That's the truth.
2: <laughs> and Tua. <tour.
3: laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack, any props from you? Um, not really, to be honest. Maybe tonight, uh, Josh Palmer. I think uh, we Keenan out I think this line set forty-five and a half. It's pretty high, but it's a high-scoring game. I can see him. He should be able to hit that, like um, especially if the, the Chiefs lead towards the end, they'll be thrown last. Uh, that's see the game script going. So probably just Palmer really.
2: Yeah, his receptions are three and a half cool. as well. Um, that's,
0: yeah, that's a good line. Yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, what's uh Austin Eckler receptions? That was the one I was about to look for. Um four point five no, I've I wasn't got sure for am looking. This, yeah. Four point five. Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to take over the over on that one with, with again with Alan out. Um could be a lot a bit more slot work for, for Eckler and he disappointed me last week without with his non score. Um <laughs> yeah, I've got a few props. Uh, Brady under two hundred and seventy six point five passing yards. He's only gone over that once uh, in his time with the Bucs against the Saints. And with the possible injuries at wide receiver for them, I think they're going to be more run-heavy with uh, Lenny Fournette there. Um, Trey Lance, over 38.5 rush yards. He ran for 54 in that um, waterlogged game last week. And without Elijah Mitchell there, they are probably going to be using Jeff Wilson, which is fine, and probably a bit more Debo Samuel. Uh, And then my final one was Saquon Barkley, longest rush, over 16.5. Um, yards. He had a 68 yarder and I believe a few more last week and uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both ran over 20 last week against the Panthers so I'm fairly happy with that one. It's normally 14.5. It is a little bit in- inflated for him but we've said before he's very boom and bust. He'll have a load of two yarders and he'll break off a 70 yarder. Nice. Yeah, I like that second one a lot. Agreed. Uh, cool. So with that, yeah, let's um, look forward to the Thursday night football. Look forward to hopefully a successful Sunday. Um, as I say, we were two and two last week. Uh, me and Callum will try and buck our ideas up and get us all into all into wins this week. Uh, so with that, uh, we will leave you and let's hope we win some kish. <laughs>